like all my mates and stuff are on my board, so it's so cool. Yeah, that would be cool. To just see people getting barreled on something you made or yeah. doing a big turn, you're just like sick or a massive air. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hello and welcome once again to the Smorgasbordor podcast. I'm your host, Dave Swan. Today, our intrepid traveller and journo Alex Benno talks with Jai Goodenswager from Gen 4 Surfboards. Jai certainly has some surfing history pulsing through his veins. He is a fourth generation of his surf pioneering family. Indeed, he has over 80 years of Australian surfing legacy built into his genes. And hence the reason for his line of performance surfboards being called Gen 4. Jai talks with Alex about his family, the focus of his designs, and what he's doing a little differently to the rest. This episode of our podcast is brought to you by regular podcast sponsors, the good folk at BOQ Budrum. Personal banking matters, small business finance, they're the guys to talk to. And as they are the owner-managers, you are thankfully talking with the decision-makers. Righto, meet Jai Goodenswager from Gen 4 Surfboard. So, Jai, tell us a bit about Gen 4 surfboards. Where does the Gen 4 come from? Um, so it comes from my great-grandfather. He was, like, originally dubbed with um, building some of the first, like, plywood yep. boards. That I think they were called Frank Adler, yeah? Yeah, Frank Adler. Yep. And then, um, so he, he went with that and um, was one of, like, the founders, I think, of, um, uh, what are they called? Yeah, Australian board riders and, yeah. and that sort of stuff down in Maroubra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my my grandfather Ken, he was in like a, a string of surf stores and owned a, like a string of surf stores and manufacturing and that type of thing um, yeah. all over the Goldie down to Brizzy. Oh, okay. They own like Adler Surf Centre and yep. um, like Ken custom surfboards and then he had a part in San Juan surfboards like mm-hmm. down in Byron as well. Uh, and then my 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 dad, sorry, he like represented Queensland. Uh, I think four or five times something. Yeah. Uh, just in surfing. Well, yeah, he's he's got two books out at the moment. Um, so you want to be a surfer and uh, Keith Paul story. Yeah, okay. They're pretty good, actually. I'll they get are. a couple for you. I know, <laughs> I, I know a few of them. I've seen them, to be honest. But um, yeah, so fourth gen. That's the fourth generation. Yeah, so I'm fourth. the fourth generation there. Yeah, continuing quite a legacy. Yeah, so kind of cool. Does it give you a bit of pride, I guess? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like. I guess over 80 years sort of banked into a, a company that yeah. like just of knowledge and stuff that I've had passed down. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. That is cool. And um, yeah, especially being down here on the Gold Coast, you've been a member of Snapper Board Riders, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So you growing up around the elite surf community, it must have had some benefits on your design, you know? Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I was thinking I was pretty much born into it. There's like photos of me, I'm like two years old going... <laughs> On surf trips yeah. with the team and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. And, um, yeah, so I was sort of born into that and then just grew up with, like, Mick and Joel and all those guys being around town. And, yeah, yeah I've had, like, a bit of influence off them. Like, surfing, whenever you're surfing, always just yeah. checking out their stuff. And yeah, exactly, and that'd give you a bit of advice on what the pros want, you know, how to yeah. shape your board, I guess. Well, they're so dialed in with their equipment so they know what works. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's just, it's pretty helpful to have 
people like that that will say Definitely. this and that to you. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, I've seen you've worked with some of the biggest shapers, you know, working with JS, Lost, Superbrand, Chili. I mean, what did you take from them? And when did you, when were you working with them? Uh, originally, I think my first job was actually with Shaping Co. back in the day. I was like 13, just sweeping the floors and yeah, yeah. kicking around yeah, there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then I went into start with JS when I was, I think I was like late 16, maybe 17. Um, just like learning, learning everything from there. Yep. And then started to FCS and glass at like an outsourcing factory for them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I went over and started glassing for super and then went down to Sydney and shaped for Chile mm-hmm. and then came back and do a lot of the Mayhem and Puzzell uh, stuff day. now. Yeah, still yeah. do that now. Yeah, I think I do 50 a week for those guys. Yeah, far out. And when did you decide to go out on your own, you know, with Gen 4? Um, I've been doing it, like, just mucking around with it, sort of, since I was pretty young. Like, I think 13 or 14. Yeah. Like, originally just... I think it was under Jai Shapes back then. There was... Yeah, okay, so you changed the name. Yeah, and then so I changed the name to Gen 4 um, probably five years ago, maybe. Yeah. And have just been working on it since then. And then over the last, like, two years, started actually building it into something. Yeah, okay. Um, what else have got here? Yeah, so tell us about your concept of Gen 4. Like, what, what's your philosophy there? Like, I've seen online, you know, you get out, you cut out the middlemen, and then you deliver boards to servers at the price they should be. That's one thing that's written on there. Yeah, we're, we're trying to, like, it's it's pretty hard to do sort of thing, but we want to steer away from stores if we can. Yeah. But it's hard to do that if we don't get, like, a following. Yeah, because you we, lose the, the revenue. Yeah, so that way we're able to sell online, basically, for what a shop would be buying wholesale. Yeah, okay. Sort of like that yeah. type of that type yeah. of thing, just to make it cheaper, so that you're not paying for like distributors and all those guys, because like they don't necessarily need to be there. No, for sure. But I'm sure you need like a big following in that, and you've got some pretty well established team writers. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about who those guys are. Yeah, so we've got uh, Mitch Parkinson, mm-hmm. um, Ellie Coffee, yeah. and Jasper Endersby from up the sunny coast. Mm-hmm. And then my little brother as well, Sonny Cohen, he, oh, okay. he rides from me as well. Oh, he's your brother, is he? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, those guys are pre- doing pretty well at the moment, just, like, Instagram, Instagram edits and... Yeah, definitely Ellie Jean Coffee, hey? She's got yeah. a few followers, I think. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's got a fair few, hey? <laughs> yeah, she's had a few for a while. Yeah. And I think Mitch is going to start, um, like, have a good crack at the QS this year, so... Yeah. That'll be good if that all falls into place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is he going over... Did he go over for the Vulcan Pro? He didn't this year, no. He, he had did a, last year, he went really well, hey? Yeah, he made the semi-finals. Yeah. It was pretty good. I, I think he, he just got beaten in the semis by Jamie O'Brien. It was, it was a good semi, too. It was pumping. Yeah. yeah, no, he said he got some of his best waves there, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, you know, just being around this community here and, you know, Stapper board riders, it must, I don't know, give you a bit of inspiration, I guess, you know, just to make the, the surfboards. And what sort of surfboards do you make, like, you know? We try to make mainly high performance. Mainly high performance. Yeah, right. like we obviously have like our f- like fish fishes and yeah, you got fun, fun, yeah. fun retro all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we we try to almost turn those type of fishes into performance boards. Yeah. So that like if you 
we basically want if you're not a good surfer and we we want you to be improving rather than just be stuck in the same spot yeah okay so you know it's sort of a fun board easy to learn on i guess but if you want to push it and go yeah, well, towards the high performance. well, that's why we kind of have, like, if you're not that good, we have those fishy models, and then you can progress yep. to one of our more performancey models, which our team ride and, like, yep. those type of things. And sort of um, stepping stones. Tell us about some yep. of your um, designs that you've got at the moment and the names of them. Uh, so we got the All-Star, which is our, like, high performance for when the waves are pumping at, like, snapper or, like, a point break. So, like, or, an out-and-out high performance. Point yeah, point. like, if you go on Indo or somewhere like that and yep. you need something, we have that. Mm-hmm. Um... Then we have our Black Magic, which is our all-round performance, which is, that's pretty much our go-to for that's pretty popular, the whole team. Yeah, that's like, it, it just goes in everything. Yeah. That's what, that's fun. from the team. They, they froth off it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably our most popular model. And then we have uh, the Hybrid, which is, it's kind of a combination of one of our fish models, the Bull, yeah. and the Black Magic. We've just joined them together. Yeah, joined them together. Okay. So, yeah, you got like heaps of foam up the front and... Uh, then the tail of the Black Magic, so it's still responsive. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's that's still pretty popular model as well. Uh, and then we have our Bull, which is a fish model, and then uh, Little Secret, which has got a little secret to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 can't tell. So, yeah, how many people you got working for you there in the factory? Um, so the factory I work at, it's, um, it's actually the... Well, it's the Mayhem, like, yeah. Australia, like where all okay. their Australia stuff gets made. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'll just put it on pause. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, it's, it's where the all the mayhem and pizzles and stuff get made. Yeah. So I I get to do my stuff out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I shape and glass everything. Yeah. Um, of my like of, that comes through my business, and then it gets sanded and uh, like FCS or futured or. And finished off by the guys that finish all their stuff. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Like, you got the, the highest sort of quality yeah. team working on your stuff. Yeah, and working, yeah, definitely. And you'd take, thing, you'd take you know, things from those people working with. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, professional design it's been like good uh, growing up, like, in the industry and knowing sort of, like, the high-profile names. Yeah, and you um, know what they want. And yeah, yeah, and I've just learned a lot, like, taken in so much. Even when I was younger learning things, I was sort of like, like it didn't soak in what I was actually watching or learning, but yeah. then I've come back to it later in life and been like, "Oh, I've seen that before. I know how to do that yeah, straight yeah, away." Yeah. And it was just easy from no, there. Definitely. At the time, you didn't know, like you know, this is going to help me in the future. But then yeah, you go back and like I've watched like some of the top, like at JS, the top guys that shape, like Daryl Bolger, for instance. He's an amazing shaper, yeah. and he's like he's fairly old now, but like I would watch him when I was. I don't know, 17 or 18, shaping team boards for guys and just going, yeah, sweet, like I'm watching this guy shape but now I've gone back and I'm like, whoa, like I've actually remember so much from that. Yeah, and you get, a, I guess, a bit more respect for him. Yeah, know, for sure. Sort of like, yeah, he's, he's amazing in what he does. He's, yeah. he's pretty well known in the trade. Yeah. And how old are you, Josh? Uh, I'm 26. 26. So what do you think about the young sort of generation of shapers? Is it dying? Is it coming back? Or do we need more? Where's it all going? I definitely don't think we need more. Yeah. I think there's a lot... There's a lot of people doing it, and which is good to see, like everyone getting into it and that. Yeah. Um, but I think for, the, for a customer, you, it kind of makes it a little confusing because yeah. everyone's trying to sell everything... And you sort of don't know what's... Yeah, you kind of just... Yeah. yeah. And so, like, for 
for the like untrained eye, there's a lot of things that would go through yeah. that you wouldn't know that would be like not faulty, but like just not as high quality as yeah, some of the other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, where do you see shaping going? I mean, I was talking to Rooster yesterday and he thinks like, you know, a lot of shapers are sending their boards to be shaped overseas. Because, mm. you know, a lot of Australian, young Australians don't want to work, you know. They don't yeah. want to get into the factory. So they send them over to the Chinese, for example. Yeah, it's just the cost. Yeah. Like the cost is crazy. Yeah. Here compared to there is just insane. I've, yeah. it, like it makes you want to do it. But in, like I've, I've been offered to go to Bali and and just receive royalties from and they just send shipments Mm -hmm. and i like i was just like no i don't i don't want my brand to be yeah that's the main thing you've got to decide between making a bit more money or sort of staying true to yourself yeah i'd rather yeah i don't i don't i don't necessarily think it's wrong but i just don't it's not for me yeah sort of thing yeah Yeah. i'd rather put the effort in and actually try and build something that i really really love and then see my mates like all my mates and stuff rub my board so it's so cool yeah, that would be cool to just see people getting barreled on something you made or yeah. doing a big turn you're just like sick or yeah. a massive air yeah. it's pretty cool and you're a pretty good surfer as well I hear I go I, I go alright yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not that good saw that photo the other day behind Snapper <laughs> yeah that was so yeah, fun actually last Saturday it was yeah it was like just for this swell that he was building and yeah yeah I, I Jagged one. I actually burnt my cousin. He took off. He paddled around <laughs> me and he took off pretty deep. And um, I burnt him and got barreled. And, yeah, and I saw him later that night. He was just like, "You're away." Family's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you got to do it sometimes. Yeah. But do you get away often, like or much? Like, do you get overseas for surf trips for yourself, or? Um, I've been. Uh, last year I went to Hawaii twice. Yeah. Once at the start of the year for the. Volcom Pipe Pro, which Mitch yeah. was in. Just to watch it or? Oh, just like semi, like caddy and yeah, okay. just that sort of thing with him. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of cool. little oh, holiday and yeah. And then um, I also went at the end of the year for Joel's retirement party, which was what? sick. That yeah, was that was, so it was so much fun. They had the uh, lead guitar and the bass player from Metallica yeah. and the the drummer from Queens of the Stone Age. That no, went off. Uh, I can't, so, Sounds bad. I can't remember who the lead singer was again, but yeah. they went mad. It was set up at the Billabong House right in front of Pipe. It was, it was pretty cool. That would have been. That's the perks of having some of your team riders, hey, and growing up in the snapper board. Right yeah, there. it was. It was pretty cool. I was. I felt pretty privileged to be there. Yeah, but otherwise, that you pretty much flat out with work at the moment, eh? Yeah, to get away. pretty much six day weeks at the moment, just with the mayhem and yep. Paisel stuff, and then my stuff as well. Hmm. It just like it doesn't doesn't stop. It's doesn't stop. been annoying with this swell as well because yeah. it's pretty bad. A, a lot of board breakages out there, I guess. As well. that, yeah, it's good for business. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally good for business. Yeah, you got people ringing up going, oh, "I got a ding here," or it's like need some new boards. Yeah, snap a board in three. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, but yeah, it must be pretty sick living here though. You know, right next to the beach, in amongst the you couldn't be more into the community. I don't think in the surfing community. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool, I guess. Um, it's sort of almost just taken it like something that, you know, when you've done something your whole life, you don't really realise that no one else does that sort of thing. Yeah. I kind of was like that. For yeah. ages, I just thought everyone was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as I've gotten older, I've realised it's not, like I'm actually pretty lucky to have been 
born into the place that I have been. Yeah, definitely. I know exactly what you mean, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And where do you see uh, your shaping going? Do you want to expand? Do you want to get bigger? I would love to expand. Yeah. I would love to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest. Yeah, that's good. I've sort of given myself a goal where by 30, I, I want to be working for myself, doing yeah. like X amount of boards a week. Um, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But yeah, that's um, always good to have goals anyway. Yeah, making, making sure that I'm doing everything I can to put myself in the position for it to happen. Yeah. So that's that's kind of yeah, pretty much one of my main main goals at the moment. Yeah, for sure. And you, I mean, you've got the I guess you've got the backing, you know, from the surf community. I mean, yeah, it's some great riders in your team, and you're surrounded yep. by good advice from people, great people. Yeah, it's hopefully it all falls into place. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you just never know. Just cross my fingers and my toes. I just want to, yeah, just touch, I just wanted to touch back on that concept thing, just like what you've got written on your website there. Yep. You know, just taking out the middleman and use it, still using the same technology. Like, how do you guys do that? So, we, we still use all the same materials as the top guys, like um, the foam, the cloth, the resin, it's all like the highest standard that you yeah. can, you can get. Um, so, that's the thing. We don't really have a massive profit margin. Yep. But we figure if we were to be selling to stores, that's what they would be buying them for anyway. So if we can get everyone to start buying online, um, obviously it's hard because you want to f- feel the boards. If you because ha- we're like not a known brand yeah. at the moment, like we're we're pretty small still. Yeah, I guess you can say like you know. Uh, we like it's hard to build that sort of trust, but that's just what we're trying to do. To, to get that online following, so it, once the name's out there, everyone's like, oh, they're actually sick boards. Yeah. Um, and we can buy them for what a shop would be buying them for wholesale sort of thing. Then, yeah, that's that's what we're trying to get at. But I guess if it doesn't really work, then we might just have to follow the same footpath as other brands. Yeah. That's... But I guess it's, it's sort of all <laughs> in the customer's hands almost at the moment. Like if they can get the word out, that sort of thing that, the boards are good and yeah, well, that's, like, yeah you never know man because with social media these days you know if you get a really big following i reckon it has such a big well influence. i think it's like it's almost the same uh semi-concept as i think need essentials at the moment yeah they yeah. they did that like he the guy worked for quicksilver or something i'm not too sure yeah the guy that does the wetsuits yeah and then so he he went out and did that and selling like really good wetsuits yeah and he's got for a cheaper guy on his team tyron yeah, he. I think. Yeah, I'm not too sure off the top of my head, but yeah. I know. I know he makes really good weddies and stuff. So, and he sells them for a quarter of the cost. Yeah, and you can thank social media and. Yeah, so that's the kind of like that. that's the kind of thing we sort of took. We were like, maybe we could do that. And yeah, well, I guess that's like you know, it's real just modern thinking. You know? It's just something different compared to what everyone in the industry is doing at the moment. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, we. I don't know. It's kind of cool to do something different. Yeah. And I think that's that's the way it's going to go, definitely. Doing yeah. The online thing. Hopefully, yeah. It's it's just getting bigger and bigger, like yeah. each year, and can't really see it changing. Like with our designs, we we co- try and keep it pretty simple, like just with things that work. Yeah. We have like generally single to double concaves through the bottom yep. of most of our boards. Um, 
usually like we just like to keep a nice um sort of like eggy rail just so it feels nice you know when you pick a board up in the shop and you just go yeah that feels as soon as you pick it up you go yeah that's what we try to get that that sort of feel on almost every rail like depending on like the i think the one of our fish models is a little different it's got a little bit more full rail but Yeah, we we just try and keep everything nice and simple with things that work, like yeah. testing with our team and. And if it goes all right by then, then. Well, yeah, yeah like for Mitch, for instance, is oh, I think he's one, if not the best guy out snapper on his day. Like, he, he's he's, he's so talented. And it's so bad to see someone like that, like you know, not sponsored. I know. I can't believe he doesn't have a sponsor. Know, it's it's out of control. He he surfs so good, and the edits that he puts out are just. They're out of control. Yeah, I saw some of the ones on your Instagram when he's surfing like one foot snapper, and he's just oh, he, he just sends a, he just boosts and he just like. And he's not like the smallest guy, you know. Like you yeah, know what I mean, he's not like the slimmest frame, I guess you could say. But he's just, I don't know, he's really versatile. Yeah, he's he's a really talented surfer. He he definitely should have a sticker on his board. Hopefully, something comes of that yeah. after a good year on the queue or something. Yeah, but sure. yeah, far out. But with guys like that, uh, testing the equipment, like you know it's going to work because yeah. he, he's not one. He's not one to sort of blow smoke up my ass. He'll tell me if yeah, something yeah. sucks straight away, yeah. which is it's always good. That's what we said at the at the start of sort of like when we started working together. Yeah. I was like, look, you, you just have to be honest. You got to tell me straight up this sucks or yeah, that's this the is only good. Way you're gonna, you're and yeah, that's we just worked off that, I guess. Yeah. And it's it's been working so far, so yeah, don't sure. don't broke what's working or whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? That <laughs> <laughs> changed the rest of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good with sayings. No, it's alright. <laughs> Straight out One there. One of my mates had an Instagram story. I uh, saw it this morning, and like it was pretty sizable, like it was six foot out there or something, yeah. and. This chick was walking down with her male back to front and <laughs> fins out yeah. with like like almost dragging the nose along the sand and she's got to the water's edge and then she's like looked around, put her leggy on, she's like didn't know what was really going on. So she's walked back like 10 metres, sat down, was like, oh, yeah. like, should I do it almost in her oh. head, I think. And then she's walked back to the water's edge Went, nah, nah, and nah. then walked back up the beach and walked off. <laughs> and I was just watching it on Instagram and going, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> In the end, good decision, good decision. Yeah, really she, yeah she would have got smoked, I think. She didn't didn't look like she knew what was going on. Yeah, far out. Maybe if it was one foot, she would have been on. Yeah, but you get that? Yeah. You definitely get that on the Gold Coast. I'd it's say. pretty funny around here. Like, just, I think over the last maybe like five years, how much it's grown. Yeah. For sure, the Every, whole surfing, hey. Yeah, just everything combined is sort of just built up, and now you just see some things that you're like, "What is happening there?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's insane the amount of surfers there are today, though. You know, I think it's I think it's a massive thing on social media. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of it's it's pretty annoying with social media though when someone's pumping and before you even get out of bed, there's like six posts yeah. telling everyone to go to that spot. Yeah. And then you get there. And Where you used to be real. like, oh, you had to go for a look or... Yeah. Because I kind of like going on, like, road trips or something like... Even down south. Yeah. It's pretty fun to just go surf and you can find peaks still with no one around. Yeah, but for sure. But now all that, you know, the surf cams and... 
Yeah. That sort of thing. Sort of, yeah. Although the amount of time... That's actually, the surf cams are funny. Like, there's certain breaks. I think North Narrabeen. Yeah. And... I don't know if the Marubra one is, but maybe not. But um, they're, they're like, blacked out. Oh, yeah, you go, you click yeah. on them and they don't work. Because <laughs> people have gone up and put and, Yeah, we, we've been at the one at Rainbow for so long. We found, like, we know where it is, yeah. but you can't get to it because it's up the top of this, like, high rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, how do we get up there to break that thing? Oh, <laughs> but, it's, yeah, it's... Who knows if it would help? I don't think so. Do I don't think it would help around here anymore. <laughs> it's just not. too far gone. Yeah. Just, yeah, with, like, the quickie and stuff being here, it's... it's everyone just wants to be here. Yep. So, so no, busy. Cool. It's just blown out. It's just one of those places. Yeah. I reckon it's going to like a junior Sydney over the next 15 years. What do you mean? Just like the way that the roads and every, the infrastructure sort of not built for how much the government's yeah. trying to promote yeah. it. and. No, for sure. It's just going to get clogged up, hey, more and more. Yeah, like, because when I went down in shape for Chile, I like was living there and there's just traffic jams everywhere because there's not, no parks and there's no room and... I reckon sure. that's going to be this over the next 15 years. I said it to someone the other day, and they were like, you're an idiot. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can see it happening, man. And I can see the same things, things sort of happening at Sunshine Coast. Yeah, I mean, I'd even love to get further ahead. But yeah, definitely with all the building that's going on up there, I reckon it's yeah. going to be happening. Hurry Noosa up. now is hectic. I still can't believe they don't have pay for parking. Like, they don't have it there? No. Because I think, I swear they tried to bring it in here. And there you was, don't have it here, though? No, we don't have it here. Oh, shit, I thought you just uh, had But it. They, they started labelling all the car parks through the main street of Cooley and everything with numbers. And yeah. I, I was like, I swear that's for paid park. Like, they're going to bring it in. And it just never happened. I think yeah, there might have been a blow up or. Hopefully it never comes here. Yeah, hopefully. Not. No one would pay. You just get that many fines. I've never paid. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine paying for a car, a car park and snap a car park. You never paid for one before. You'd just be going nuts. Yeah, no, nah, it would not go down well with the community. That's where I think, like, you know, places like Sydney, even New South Wales, you know, that's where it starts, I think. Yeah. Byron Bay, and I was there, man, we were paying, oh, what, $12 for four hours, I think it is. <laughs> and then you have to move your car, even if it's, like, two spaces. We actually, we went down there, um, I think it was... Oh, it might have been last year or something. And we were just sleeping in the cars just outside of Byron. We had, like, a night out. Yeah. And then we heard our Luke was going to be pumping in the morning. So me and my cousin were like, well, let's pin it down there. And just as we were leaving, the parking inspectors rocked up and all our mates were still asleep. Mm. And we've driven past just hand on the horn, like, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> and they've all just, like, played dead in their, in their cars. <laughs> yeah, and we've just sped off. And I think, like, three of them got fined and we got away. And then yeah. we got to Iluka in the morning and got oh. to surf. And they all called us. They were like, you wankers, you wankers. We were like, oh, sorry, please. <laughs> we just timed it. That's <laughs> yeah, today You can't play dead because they do. I've seen them, mate. They look in your car. Yeah, they got torches and shine yeah. them in. And it's full on. Mm. But I guess... I feel your car if it's hot or not. Byron's full on now because there's so many backpackers and stuff, though, so... Uh, I mean, they had to do something. Yeah. And they have, like, Byron, you cannot stay there at all. Nowhere. You have to go full on out of the town, I think. Yeah, D-Bar's semi getting like that. Like, there's a lot of people sleeping in their cars on the hill. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I did it back in the day. Might have to go go past with a few eggs or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
a few of the boys actually go around when they check the surf at like four in the morning or five in the morning and drive past and hand yeah. on the horn to wake them up. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> good morning. That's such a surfer thing to do. Right? Yeah, pretty funny. Well, thanks once again for tuning in, Smorgasporters. I hope you enjoyed Alex's chat with Jai from Gen 4 Surfboards. Thanks once again to regular podcast sponsors, BOQ Budrum as well. Check you next week, Smorgasporters. Get out there and get wet.